Welcome back to another episode of the Educated and the Reckless Podcast with your host, Apollo P. And no better, Nina. And I am back with a bowl of watermelon uh, brought to you by my friend, Shanika. Shout out to Shanika. Yeah, that's my best friend. Aw. Go, best friend. Go, best friend. Go. Wish my best friend would bring me fruits. What type of fruit do you like? I really like mangoes. That's my favorite fruit. All right. And pineapples. Okay. All right. You yeah. hear that, right? Best friend, go get that for her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's not so. Gonna get it for me. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I don't even think he listens to the oh, podcast. Shit. <laughs> 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 it's all good. That hurts. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what have you been up since the last time we recorded the podcast? So the last time we recorded, I I didn't really do a lot. Um, I started this new show, Little Fires Everywhere. It's on Amazon and a lot of people have been talking about it. The Amazon um, Prime? Yeah, I got it. Seven days or just the whole thing? No, I ended up just getting the whole thing because I keep uh, signing up for a trial and then canceling and then canceling and then trialing and it's just uh, like, yeah. So I just wanted to try and I wanted to see what the TV stuff was like, right? So it's starring Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. It was actually really good. Um, I finished it in like two days and it's eight episodes. Eight episodes. Episode. Oh. Yeah, eight, eight episodes an hour long. Okay. Um, But yeah, it was pretty good. And then... um. I watched the Insecure season finale. Did you watch it? No, I haven't watched that shit since we talked about it. (laughs) Well, I watched the season finale and there was something else I remembered. Oh, yeah. The internet spoiled it for me. Who's pregnant, by the way? Uh, I don't want to tell you until you watch it. I said the internet spoiled it for me. I just, I don't know who is. Is it the girl that... So then it's not fully spoiled. It's, but I know that Lauren's got. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. It's that. Yeah, it's that girl. That that girl that he was dating. The dating. Spoiler alert. Her 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 best friend told her that she wasn't serious about nothing, right? Yeah, that girl. Oh, word. Yeah, the one whose house they were at that time, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah. Pindola. So I watched that, and then there's something else that I did. Fuck, what was it? I don't remember. Yeah, I guess that's all I did. I didn't really do much. I got drunk again this weekend, but like, I haven't got that drunk in a very long time. So, I, oh, I bought these cards from Amazon. They're called These Cards Will Get You Drunk. Basically, you have the deck of cards and you flip it and you read it. And it's like everyone wearing jeans takes a drink or uh, switch a, switch shirts with the person next to you if it's physically impossible, drink. Um ask a player a truth and if they lie they drink and shit like that so it was actually a really fun game um i blacked out i don't remember really what oh. happened the rest of the night but like when i say i black out if you guys know me like i'm not dead i'm i'm alive you think i'm i'm good and i'm gonna remember everything but then i wake up the next day and i'm like what the fuck even happened so <laughs> yeah that happened um but yeah that's basically that's basically all i all i really did yeah anyways what'd you do um, I did, I did a few things. Oh, I know what it was. It's not what I did. It's what I was going to say because stage two of the reopening in Ontario has happened. Um, mm-hmm. and this Friday Vaughn actually gets to reopen like York region because you well, yeah. guys over there are fucking up and we were yeah. fucking up in the beginning, but mm-hmm. like now we're getting better, which means I just texted my nail girl and I asked her if the nail salon's opening up and she said, yeah, so I could stop having little boy hands and actually get nails. Yeah. So Vaughn is opening up and everywhere else, they're in reason we're opening up. Yep. Uh, the only ones that are opening up is Peel region or no Brampton specifically, I think. Brampton, I think, but I think Mississauga as well. And Toronto's not opening up either. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> The bigger, the bigger region, the bigger municipalities are not open up. <laughs> I heard people in Brampton have been having house parties, though. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't say, I can't say exactly, but I do see some people on my Snapchat having people over, turning up. I seen it in Scarborough too, you know. Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people just gave up on the whole quarantine thing and was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna live my life. If I get it, I got it. Yeah, no one in Vaughn has no. been doing that. They're going to splurge on that serve money. Yeah. Anyways, oh, and they extended it. And they yeah, extended they did it. extend that. Okay, yeah. so what did you do now? Well, what did I do exactly, right? So I'm glad that you asked that. <laughs> so last week after the podcast, the day after the podcast, I went to this uh, waterfalls area that 
has been the best kept uh, secret from Negroes for a while now. The reason why I said Negroes is just satire. Oh, oh, I thought it was like a serious <laughs> thing. Like black people weren't allowed there or something. No, it's just, it's just uh, so I went to it. It was called Ducey. Ducey Falls. Ducey oh, Falls. I thought it's a, I thought, I thought the way you pronounce it is DQ. I don't know, man. I don't know either. DCU, DCU, DCU. I don't really know. You went to a waterfall. I went to a waterfall. Yeah, it's close to, it's in St. Catherine. It's close to Niagara Falls. Uh, But this one, you're able to get up and close, right? Uh, And there's two waterfalls. So I went to the first one. I didn't get a chance to go to the second one just because timing. And it was kind of difficult to get to that first one. Like you had to go through like a downward trail Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of effort you had to do. And I was with like uh, three other girls too. So we kind of just got content with just being at the first one for as much of the time as we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I got some pictures out of it and I was able to go like, oh, wow, this is cool. Uh, let's go to more waterfalls in the in the near future. But um, that friend group that I went with, that shit went left out of nowhere. So I don't know if I'll be going to the next fall with that particular group, which I had a great time with. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of fun with those guys. Uh, but I don't know what's going to happen after that. So I do know that there is another waterfalls I want to try out too. It's called a hollow smoky hollow small falls is somewhere in Hamilton. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. And uh, I know there's other waterfalls inside the Hamilton area as well. Yeah. Devil's punch bowl looks really cool. I've seen that one a lot. I want to see that. I want to go do that. And Webster falls as well. I want to check that out. So I'm going to do that. And I also want to go to grand bend. If you ever heard of that, uh, which is like on the, I guess this is, if this is east, if this is east, lower east or south, so it's on the it's on the east side of southern Ontario. On the if bend, that makes sense. Yeah, Grand Bend. It's oh. by it's along the Muskoka line. Oh, okay. Whatever sure. that is, called. I don't think I've ever been up there. Yeah, and I, I bought a whole bunch of sneakers off a of goat over the course of a few months, and I actually got them to come into Canada. But those duties, I got taxed on duties, and I was like, what the fuck. I gotta find another way to. I gotta find another so way to get much, these sneakers. How much were your duties? Uh, so I got four sneakers, and they all came out with a hundred plus. So four hundred dollars. Oh shit! Yeah, over four hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of duties. Fucking, you I got should you. make friends over the border. I do got friends over the border. Remember my guy Terrell T? I I didn't think no, didn't, but not even in LA, like right at the Buffalo Niagara border, and then just drive there and pick them up one day and drive back. No, I'm trusting guys. I'm trusting. Go, oh, is so the border even like, open? No, but if you go on Tinder, you know, a long, long, long time ago when I used to go on Tinder, mm-hmm. if you set the kilometers to the maximum, yeah, you can get. If I can get it in Vaughn, you can get it in in Brampton. You can. You, so? you get people in in Buffalo. All right, I'm gonna try that so out. Match a girl on Tinder and then ask her to keep. I only got Tinder. Them. I got Hinge. I got Hinge. Uh, I tried Hinge before. What do you think of it? Hinge is good. Hinge is cool. Hinge is like a good app depending yeah. on H- Tinder. You kind of know what you're getting on Tinder. Tinder right? is just right? fucking. Yeah. It's that's yeah. Literally Hinge is like, if you're trying to get that to relationship thing, you could get that. Maybe you know, if you could, I haven't got anything outside of, Tinder, out of Hinge, to be mm-hmm. honest. I was been traveling and ever since I got Hinge, I've been at home. So it's kind of hard to really gauge it. I will say I did notice at one point in time, all the same people I used to see on Tinder ended up on Hinge. Like I used to get the same people coming up and I was like, what the yeah. fuck? So, well, I can't necessarily say that because I haven't been, I wasn't on Tinder that long when I got here. I was on Tinder traveling around. So yeah, I, I can't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. I heard Bumble is a good one, but that's one where the girl has to make the first move. Yeah. Yeah. But, but all right, let's get into it. Yeah. So oh. first thing. There was a shooting at the Houdini, the vigil for Houdini. Oh, yeah. That shit was so fucking crazy. 60 oh, rounds or 60 shots? Oh, uh, 60 shots. Or rounds. Uh, oh, rounds is... <laughs> rounds. How many How many get in a clip? 15 in a clip? I don't that's, know. That's fucking 15 times 60. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of... Ma- <laughs> like, that's a lot. Like, yeah, when I saw the video, I was just like, what the... F-? I'm not... I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh this beef well, is gonna keep going. It doesn't just stop at one yeah. person. It's neighborhood to neighborhood. It's gonna keep going. Yeah. Like that's why I'm not surprised. But it's uh it's uh it's it's very bad. Yeah. Well it, it's bad to look at. It's like when you're when you're outside looking in and you see that video of people just mourning their friend or their confidant or their compadre and they're like just remembering them mm-hmm. and they're they're just having to ha- trying to have that 
moment with their other people. And as they're doing that, people are trying to dump out the car at them, trying to catch some lacking. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's that that comes with the, the the lifestyle, I guess. I guess, yeah. It's just yeah. I've... Yeah, so um I mean none of those from the from what I see, no one got hurt. Which brings another point. I swear this has been another point. Don't, don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it, because I know what you're talking about. Don't say it. Yes, no, it, don't say it. I saw the video as well. I looked Not at it and it. I was like, damn, people shoot like that for real? <laughs> no, I don't want to laugh. Fuck, I don't want to laugh. And they still miss. It was a lot, man. But like I said, that's what like, I'm saying. It doesn't like it. Just I just don't understand. But like I said, no one got hurt. That's great. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure people are probably you know stirred up from it. It's good. Yeah. It just uh, like it's just so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just not a good thing. You know, some that's a that's a blessing. It's a blessing that we can say it's a blessing that none of these people are proficient in firearm shooting. It's great. It's yeah. great. Anyways, uh, the other thing that happened, so I saw briefly on Instagram, uh, Lid's manager in Ottawa mm-hmm. um, refused to embroider Black Lives Matter on a hat. Someone asked for it to get embroidered on there because um, the manager said the message is too political. Mm-hmm. Um, when did they have any type of, I didn't, from, I've only got one, one thing embroidered from Lid's before, mm-hmm. but I'm not quite sure what's their policy on what can be embroidered and what me neither can't. but i think this is a little like this is just a cover for the person's ass like i think if you were fully aware of what's happening in the world today like this just shows that you don't agree with it it's not a poly you're not gonna get fired over it. no one's gonna go and, and tell the whole world that lids did if anything you're making the company look good so yep, i don't know I, I, I guess some companies want to stay neutral it's right? true, but that's stupid. It, well, in my opinion, I guess I don't own a company, so I can't say, but mm-hmm. that's stupid to me. Uh, you could say it's stupid, but at the same time, you don't necessarily want to fall in what we call tribalism or pandering with a particular <laughs> with, with a particular political side because yeah. you might alienate other people or you might, you know, bring about a, a cognitive dif- dissonance from your other group of people. So you want to stay neutral. Uh, it, 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 over time, staying neutral won't necessarily get you to a backlash as much as picking a side. But uh, I mean, they don't. The company itself doesn't have to endorse it mm-hmm. per se, uh, but they could still fulfill orders as if you know. But then again, now if you want to have any some any type of other hate groups or not hate groups, but any type of politically charged groups come in and you want to deny them, then it's, it's, it's might be creating more of a, a, a controversy for there. So I guess not trying to stick with anything political in terms of embroidering and stuff on your products mm-hmm. might be the best way to go long-term. Maybe. But, I don't know. I just think, yeah. I don't know. Maybe just, I just think right from wrong. That's all. I, so. I guess, I guess. I mean, yeah. sometimes people, political, political stuff scares people and that's all right. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to get into pop culture. Oh man, this watermelon's hitting, man. <laughs> <laughs> this watermelon's hitting. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about this, right? I want to start off by saying, Nina, myself, I could say myself. I'm not quite sure about Nina. I'm going to ask her right now. Uh, but when it comes to celebrities, I don't put too much stock in what they have to say. You know, okay. uh, I look at c- celebrities as they came to fame through whatever avenue they came to fame through. And most of the times when celebrities come into fame, it's never through political views or politically charged views. It's more so through, you know, acting through the arts, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe entertainment or I mean, sports or and stuff like that. So when I see, you know, Offset or Snoop Dogg say this, that and a third about their president, I'm not necessarily ble- taking that with much, I'm taking that with a grain of salt mm-hmm. because they may just speak their opinion which might be based in their following that you know they may not like donald trump and snoop dogg may say fuck donald trump but snoop dogg is not really saying much more than fuck donald trump okay and that brings me to just to ask you this what what do you think about offset saying that he's voted for the first time 20 something years old i can't say much on that 
because I am going to be 25 in November and I've never voted for a federal election. My oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Whoa, who do I have? Who am I doing this podcast with? Talking about wait, shit too political. Don't you remember my first time voting was when the whole um, provincial election and the whole. You didn't vote Ford. for Justin. I didn't. Justin, vote. the election for Justin was just back in October. Wait, did I? Was it that? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was that. That's when I voted. Oh. That's a, that's when oh, I voted. Shit. That's when I voted on because I was like, oh. I didn't vote for Justin. I voted for my boy Jagmeet. Um, but oh, I, that, that shows where I stood where my vote. <laughs> I <laughs> I was saying I voted because thing um because I got fucked over with the whole provincial elections. Like I never voted before because I was never personally affected. It's selfish. Yes, I know. Um, and then once they became personally affected with Doug Ford, um, that's when I decided that I'm going to start voting and educating myself a little more. So yeah. Yeah, that's what I did. Okay, so, so I, you know what, I was I was gonna come on this mic and be really tough on Offset, but the thing with Offset, Offset has an excuse, right? His excuse is that he had felonies or some type of a criminal record that prevented him from mm-hmm. voting. Snoop Dogg, he's an old ass motherfucker, talking about how he has never voted, but the last four years. Maybe five years. He's been really politically charged. He's been helping Diddy with the voter die shit or mm-hmm. vote. Get your boy out. But he could say that at the age of almost 50, he had never voted in his life. Mm-hmm. And now, OK, cool. So he said he's voting right now. What is who is he? He's probably going to just say he's going to vote for, you know, uh, who's uh, who, who the fuck's running against uh, Trump? Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Joe Biden. Oh yeah, right, Joe so Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden. So he might he might vote, you know, Joe Biden, but he doesn't. He's not bringing anything to the forefront. He's not saying what he's doing, why he's voting, and what he wants from the candidate that he's voting from. He has no political uh, uh, agenda. Not yeah, even agenda, background agenda. agenda. He has nothing. He has nothing that he wants from the the political impugnants. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. So I look at Snoop Dogg. I, I always I've been looking at Snoop Dogg as a fucking joke for maybe like six years now. I'm gonna okay. be honest with you. I look at him as a fucking joke and I, it's not, not, it's no disrespect to, I respect his arts, but when he talks, I look at him as a fucking joke, man, because he Did just, you say you respect his arts. No, his art, his art, his art. I like his art. I like Snoop Dogg, the artist. Snoop D-O-double-G. You respect his eyes. No, Sorry. I respect his art. I respect his art, but mostly like everything outside of just music, when it comes to him and, and being a pimp yeah. or him, being a, a, a politically charged guy or him doing the whole Snoop line shit. I look at that all as goofy shit, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. But when it just comes to him just doing his, you know, the G-Funk and all that rapping stuff, I'd be like, yo, Snoop Dogg's a man, but... I get what you're saying. I, I can agree with that. If you if you haven't voted and then you're, you were able to vote within these past couple of years and you didn't, and now you're speaking politically on it. But then again, it could also be one of those things where it's like, you were like me and you didn't think you were going to be that directly impacted by it. And then you ended up getting that directly impacted. So let's see if he votes now. So he Snoop Dogg's been, you got to think about Snoop Dogg got decades on you. So Snoop Dogg's in his yeah. 40s, close to 50s. So I can understand, not even understand, but you could, you could give him the 20s. All right. Maybe when he got to his 20s, he was like, fuck it. Got to his 30s. Come on, bro. 40s. Come on, bro. Yeah. Almost 50. Come on, bro. Yeah, I hear you. I didn't. So I never thought like I always said I might get like attacked for this. I always said like I will like I didn't think I was going to be voting for like a long time. So I was like, at least by the time I hit 30, like I have to start voting. And see, and this is what the problem with us young folk is that we we think that we have time <laughs> to change <laughs> instead of trying to change right now. Well, I did it five years early, so that's good. Or six years early, so that's, that's fucked good. up. That's fucked up. But, but it's good that it was. It's better late than never. Early, I late. I, I don't really know what you would consider that. I but. guess. All right. 
Uh, so that's why I say I don't put too much stock in what celebrities have to say about political things. Right. Uh, they might turn, you know, the, the blind, they might turn, you know, the ignorant eye of their audience into something that's positive, but that's the most pull I I'm giving a celebrity at that. This advertisement. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't, I'm going to be really short on this. If you watched it, do you had a chance to watch or hear about, or uh, hear about the Dave Chappelle special that came out? I heard about it. Um, I did not watch it though. I don't yeah. watch stand up comedy. It doesn't it make me much, laugh. It wasn't much of a stand up. It was more so Dave Chappelle, uh, artistic. He was on stage, yes, but it wasn't funny. It was more so of a serious tone. Yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, wow. This yeah, guy really took this guy really took the time to do that. And it, I really appreciated that. I'll be honest with you, with everything happening in the world, like I've been trying when I watch things like for like leisurely purposes, I haven't really been necessarily watching a lot of things that correlate with what's actually going on. Just because I feel like um, for me personally, that's like, it's just kind of hard. Um, like I've already seen a lot of the things. You're drained. I'm not drained. just emotionally it's hard. Like I've already I've already seen all of those, like, you know, those movies and stuff that people are recommending, like, oh, watch 13th or watch when they see us. And both. like yeah. I've seen those. I haven't seen 13th. I've seen when they see us, and like that was yeah. hard enough for me. So I and I understand it's a lot harder for the black community actually living it and stuff. Um yeah. but yeah, so like little fires everywhere, it touches a little bit on the racial indifferences, but it's not too heavy on it. So yeah, I didn't watch Dave Chappelle's thing. Yep. Yeah. If anyone's listening to it, uh, go watch it. It's 8.46. Mm-hmm. Eight minutes and 46 minutes or 46 seconds. 46 it's, seconds, yeah. It's good. It's good. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. And uh, that's supposed to play on the time that the officer was on George Floyd's Yeah. Game. So yeah. It, no jokes. No jokes. I mean, he's he's a funny person by nature, but no jokes. It's really it's just, good. it's just like straight to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. That's hard. So I, if anyone that watches it, go, go check it out. You'll be... Uh, Pleasantly surprised. Exactly. And so, uh, Nina, how many Nigerians do you know by by show of hands? Uh, you. Yeah. Um, I had some friends in Baltimore, but I'm not close with them anymore. Okay. I'm mostly still close with the Ethiopians. Um, mm-hmm. you're the only one I talk to right now who's Nigerian. All right. So one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. One. Yeah. So the question is, have Nigerians solidified their spots at the best scammers in the world? Let's, let's you, keep it a buck. You know what? I always think about that time that those two Indian twins from Mississauga went to Nigeria and played all the Nigerian political people and stuff and got a bunch of money and shit from them. So I would have said yes before that. But then that happened. And I'm like, how did you guys mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. scammed? That's my opinion. Well, those girls didn't make it out. No, they didn't. That means they got caught. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they, did, they did get caught at the airport in Dubai. The Interpol flagged them. Yeah. All I was right, stalking so, them the other day. That's how I remembered that. Funny enough. Yeah, they, oh, man. They're so good. Uh, they're glad that Canadians, uh, the Canadian government helped them out of that sticky stitch. Uh, but uh, I said, the reason why I said that is because this Nigerian scammer who goes by uh, the name Ray Hush Puppy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the same girl, the same area, the same country that those those Indian girls got flagged down is where Hush Puppy got locked up, man. He, and he he's from that. He's actually from Nigeria. He's a Nigerian scammer. Okay. <laughs> he, he pulled off some big uh big scam. The uh, getting like the stimulus checks that people were getting, and he made like seven hundred and forty something plus uh scams. So he made like a. a some millions, man. And I read that those checks were supposed to go to the indigenous community. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nigerians man. are heartless, man. <laughs> <laughs> when I read that part, like at first I was like, all right, whatever. And then I read that part and I'm like, man. Yeah. Niger boys take no loss. What? They have taken a loss. The, the, the Niger boys have taken a loss. Yeah. So I saw that and I was like, God damn, man. They locked up this guy, and apparently he's he was stunting and he was stunting and strutting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And before he got locked up, he had made a post talking about how people wished on his downfall, and those prayers have most definitely come true because this man is locked. <laughs> those he's locked up. He's down, man. He's down bad, man. Have you ever heard of the the term four one nine? No, I saw that on the page, and I don't know what that is. 
So 419 is um it's a the number used as a I think it's the Nigerian area code. Okay. And, but it's often used to refer to scams from Nigeria. And oh. So, so when someone calls you from that, it's a scam? Yeah, or or the the process of scamming is called four one nine scam, or when or when you get an email saying I'm a, a Nigerian prince and I got about you know fifty thousand dollars, but I'm gonna need you to send me about three k so I could. Oh, give like you the one those white people on Doctor Phil falls for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four one nine scams. So I could be wrong, but I am. Right, right, I just want to put that out there, man. The, Niger- the more the, you know. Nigerians are taking a loss. And that also, I just want to say this real quick. I've been taking up a lot of, uh, watching a lot of African history, not just West African, but like African as a whole, Egyptian down to like Southern to like um, Western to Eastern. Exactly. And I just been realizing that maybe one day we're going to get, one day I would like to share a little bit of my knowledge, what I learned, but I would like to just say that uh, obviously there's a lot of ethnic groups in uh, Africa themselves. And, uh, with that being said, with those ethnic groups, they all share different languages, dialects, religious beliefs, and perspectives on life. So, and it's kind of hard to say that all Africans can get along because they come from a continent and they usually bundle Africans together as if there is no, uh, you know, difference between each ethnic group and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Within the country I come from, there's plenty of ethnic groups and people in there. There's the Yoruba, the Igbo, the House of Fulani. Those are the bigger groups. And Oftentimes there is difference between those and they have different perspectives and different lifestyle and cultures all wrapped in what's inside one country. And we could say that throughout the continent of Africa. So uh, one day I'll get back into that, but I just wanted to share that. Hmm. Uh, well, yeah. it's true. It is true. Like even as kids, I remember people saying like Africa was a country and it's like, no, that's the continent. Yeah. There's and it showed more that, countries in it. Yeah. So I, and I, I mean, I, from what, what reading all that, I'm able to see like the difference why, uh, quote unquote, maybe black people may not want to get together and do certain things just because uh, when you talk about white history, mm-hmm. European history, you're able to see like the Romans are able to go in and, 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 and rape and pillage the Celtics or, you know, the, the people from the Greece, the Greece people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And those they don't. And when people talk about European history, they don't bundle white on white and say, yo, that was a white on white crap. They their difference ethnic groups oh, yeah and, i hear what you're saying yeah you know what i mean so that's true i would like to you know bring that f- to the forefront although i'm not going to be like hard pounding it i mean certain times i would like to just distinguish that i mean one day people will get a catch on to it but that's a good point especially considering we had a comment in our post last week yeah. about black on black crime if you guys haven't seen it check it out yeah exactly uh so let's get back to it so game took a big loss you saw that so the he has to pay out this girl about seven something, seven point something million dollars. Yeah. Because of during his online reality show, he has sexually assaulted her allegedly by what she has said. Nothing went to the criminal court. It was just civilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she won. He she won the case more so by default judgment because he just never showed up to court. Uh, like a, oh, I, I didn't know say, that. I, I would say like a dumbass. And so she was trying to get the money for a very long time, and he moved all his monies and assets to his manager whack 100's name. So he technically is broke. Right. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, the woman cannot can no longer get money from him because on the books, he is broke. Mm-hmm. But so what the court has done was seize the game's assets in terms of royalties. And yeah. now whatever the game makes musically through royalties will go straight to her. So she's going to, you know, eventually get the money eventually, unless he figures out a way to, uh, not make the royalties in his name, and and so she can never never get nothing. They swear they stopped. They stopped him from being able to do that too. From what I yeah. read, so yeah. <laughs> he fucked himself. Yeah, over. he's fucked. He's fucked. But at the same time, if he moved all his stuff over to his manager, he could just easily get that back. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's able to like whack one hundred. Or this is by uh, this is by, by terms of what uh, academics were saying. Mm-hmm. Whack one hundred has his house, his assets, his bank accounts in his name. So he's able to make, you know, still spend his money just through wax his uh, names and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. still good, right? He's so good. It's just that, you know, things 
he just, he just won't be around. making any more unless he's yeah. going on like a tour or something, mm-hmm. which obviously will not be happening anytime. So he might he might do what Fifty Cent did and file for bankruptcy, bankruptcy chapter eleven, mm-hmm. so he can reposition his finances and you know get his money back. But he's not, yeah. he said he vows to never pay. By his words, pay that bitch. He said that. Well, I don't think that would go very well for him. So yeah. most how, how, how big of a loss do you think this is from a scale of one to ten? Um like uh six. I just don't think it's that that bad just because like because he still has his money now. Like it would be different if that big pot of money had to all go away because then he wouldn't have a lot left to work with. Well, I don't know how much he's worth, but he wouldn't he would be seven million shorter right away versus now it's like he has what he has. He could build on that in other ways and he just has to give us other stuff. I say it's a ten. Okay. You could have avoided it. If you showed up to court. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Yeah, he could avoid it. Yeah. Just stupidity. Because seven mils, that's that's tough. To give it to a person you don't want to? That's tough. She already got 70 grand. She, yeah. He could have, he could have, he could have, to be honest, he probably could have broke her off 500K. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And she would have been happy. Yeah. Well. All right. So did you watch that video of Little Twist talking about how Justin, when he used to hang around and run around with Justin Bieber, they would blame him for the, you know, the drugs and the. <laughs> I heard about this. First of all, <laughs> I don't even remember Little Twist hanging around. And I'm a believer. Like I was a Justin Bieber fan. I used to listen to Little Twist too when he was with the whole Young Money thing. Him and there was another one, another young one. Who oh, was Little Chucky? One? Yeah. The what both are, of what them. What are that you I, I don't know, but the both of them I remember. And um i don't remember this ever like maybe i was just oblivious to it because i was a kid but like i don't remember this ever like being a thing so like what they made him take justin bieber's weed charges and stuff yeah apparently they made it so little twist turn rapper turn fall guy Mm -hmm. so he would say uh he would just say hey man just take the charge you're okay because you're rolling with young money is not going to affect you that bad this, that, and the third. And because you're a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, they would start to blame him for things when he wasn't even around. You know, just put, yo, Little twisted it, Little twisted it, that, mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. And, you know, that's unfortunate, but, like, that's his fault. It is. Well, one, it's his fault for agreeing with it in the first place. Yeah. place. Excuse me. But it did remind me of, in the show, Little Flyers Everywhere that I was watching, yeah. Um, there's a part where a couple parts where Reese Witherspoon's daughter, who's obviously mm-hmm. white, like super white privileged girl on the show, super yeah. rich, whatever, she gets pregnant and she goes and gets an abortion and she tells Kerry Washington's daughter. Kerry Washington's daughter goes with meets her at the clinic when she's already there and filled out the forms, and the doctor calls her name and she calls Kerry Washington's daughter's name because the white girl didn't and didn't want her name down in the clinic as having had an abortion. Um, And this was like set in 1990s. So like, that's also part of the reason. And her mom's Mm -hmm. friend worked at the clinic and like Carrie Washington ended up telling her daughter after when she found out, like, I wish this girl would see you as more than just someone she can use because you're black. Yeah. This, this literally reminded me of that. Exactly that. Yeah. That type of behavior. You don't want to, you don't want to involve yourself in or agree to, uh, don't put yourself down for other people. Yeah. Because that's uh value yourself. That's yeah, true. exactly. You know? Yeah, it just yeah, so, don't don't let that shit slide. So when I saw that little twist, I'm like, I do I feel sorry for him? No. I mean I thought he was a rapper, to be honest with you, and I thought he was gonna, you know, go places, but you wanna end up turning to Justin Bieber's uh, lackey and boy and ra- because you're riding around his Lamborghini on some hoe shit. That's what you sound like. You sound like a hoe. Uh, yeah, well. he had the double R's in the back. You know what I mean? Like, I guess he was a kid at the time, but he was older than Justin Bieber. So how much of a kid could you be? I don't know. You know, I, I, I do feel a little bad for him though. Cause I feel like maybe he was just so naive to it all. He thought yeah. it was cool and it was going to help him with maybe having a, the similar type of career that Justin Bieber had. I don't know. <laughs> where did Justin Bieber go and where did little twist go? Justin Bieber is currently in Pushlink Lake. Just by Stratford, married to Haley Bieber in a five oh, million dollar. Oh, he's back man. in Canada. Are you saying? Yeah, he's been in Canada. Okay, man. Yeah. Out there. He's been I'll making quarantine videos on the lake. I'm trying I'm to go not. to that lake. If anyone wants to come with me, 
Anyone got a boat? I don't not seen that. But hey man, Justin Bieber. Uh, also, I want to say this again. We said this the first time, but it was not confirmed. It was all alleged. But yeah. Iggy Azalea has came out and said that she has had a child. A boy. A boy with That's presumably allegedly Playboy Cardi. <laughs> that still hasn't been confirmed. We don't know. Allegedly Playboy Cardi. We're just gonna assume that it is. Yes. So Well, you were right. You've been right about a lot of things. Yeah, I've been right about a lot of things. You like a fortune teller. Can I ask but, you some questions about my future? Hey, man, I've been saying, I've been saying, if I was white, I'd have been, bah, 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 but I'm not white, so people are not really taking the time to listen to me. It's all right, though. <laughs> it's all right, man. We're it's, gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. All right. So the fall of B Simone. Are you familiar with B Simone? I know about all the stuff that happened, but yeah. where is she from? I, I saw on on Google it says she's from Texas. No, no. <laughs> oh, 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 what are you talking about? Where's she from? How is she oh, famous? Oh, 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 internet, internet, uh, internet. Oh, so like there was no like she's not on no Real Housewives or none of that. No, 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 no. She came okay. up, you know, through the hard way. I guess. I kept thinking every time I saw this name, I always get confused with that gymnast girl. What's her name? Simone Biles. B Simone, Simone Biles. I was okay. confused there right. too. I, I can see that. So not, one day not... I saw it, and I'm like, Simone Biles is getting into all this shit for what? Yeah, so it all st- it all really start it really kind of started a, a downward spiral ever since the protesting, and where she said like she wanted to pray for the protesters, and her 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 religion doesn't allow her to protest, and people were just getting at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she should have did what Desi did and just stayed low, <laughs> but no, she kept on talking, uh, and so from there it just went from like that one she started to protest, and all right, people left that alone. The mm-hmm. second misstep that she did is that she got on Nick uh, Cannon's. I don't even call this a, a misstep. It's just that people internalize. I think people don't like her. A lot of people yeah. don't like her. <laughs> you think? And so w- when you say something that is more de- really based in your preference and not necessarily dissing anyone else, then people want to take that personally, right? So people, mm-hmm. had an opi- people have an opinion about everything. So when she said that she doesn't want to date a nine to fiver, people were like, you, why do you this that and the third and i think people have the misunderstanding the misunderstanding of being nine to five mean you're working at like subways or mcdonald's instead of like nine to five kind of being this bigger umbrella of people working okay. and having a much more flexibility with inside working with inside like a corporation whatever have you but she wants a, an entrepreneur so people she feels like some if she gets an entrepreneur people would understand her or the mm-hmm. guy that she's dealing with would understand her the reason why she's up at three o'clock in the morning Mm-hmm. she feels like if she has someone nine to five he wouldn't understand and he'll be in the bed watching her you know click on the mouse and the computer and go like what are you doing what are you doing come come here and then she does yeah. you know and people flamed her up on, uh, oh man excuse me we're both burping so much <laughs> people fl- excuse me people flamed her up on the internet for just saying what her preference was and then her fourth misstep or third misstep was uh her manifest book right she started selling that for 33 dollars i'm not quite sure when she started selling it but she had made a million dollars off of selling it mm-hmm. and so i saw viral videos of, of people getting it and then seeing how flimsical it was yeah like, you're selling a scrapbook for 33 dollars yeah <laughs> people were disgusted and so after that another misstep was where someone accused or two people accused her of plagiarizing the book, right? Plagiarizing the book word for word or their content and making a profit off it. And then it's like, whoa, the book is trash or flimsical and you plagiarize it. That's why you were up at three o'clock in the morning, copy and pasting. Mm -hmm. That's, that was the joke on the end. That shit was funny. (laughs) And so after that, she ended up addressing it and uh, saying that, uh, you know, she's going to rectify it and she's going to stop the sales of the book and this, that, and the third. She, you know, she, yeah. Yeah. You, um, think, she, you think it's over? No. People always, you, oh. people, people love to hate. So they're going to keep watching her and they're going to keep bringing her up and then she's going to keep coming up and then eventually she's going to profit off of it. Yeah. Like people hate a lot of people, but like those people are still famous. Like Alexis Sky and Ari Fletcher. So many people hate them, but so many people also love them because other people hate them. So yep. 
I think that's going to be the case with this. And in regards to the whole nine to five thing, I do think she was also talking about corporate people as well. Cause that was also brought up in the discussion. However, I used to also be one of those people who said that, um, I wanted to date a creative, like someone who was in the industry. It didn't have to be radio, but it could be another creative, um, like job, whether it's like YouTube or, or I don't know, like anything else in the creative industry, because I felt like other people wouldn't understand like why I'm chasing this dream and stuff, which isn't necessarily true. I found that Mm -hmm. out later. Um, but so I guess I can kind of relate with her on that whole thing, but like, I didn't necessarily stick to that. So yeah, but I don't think she's like done. I mean, not to get so deep into it, but like the people that she wants, do they, is she really up to, is she qualified to have those people? Is there another real question that she got to ask herself? That's true. Um, and we got about 20 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Stevie J. You watch, you listen to the, you see the Stevie J article. You think that man's in an abusive relationship? Um, I saw it and like, I don't know. I mean, if he had the scratches and stuff, yeah, she definitely abused him. Yeah, he's in a recent relationship. There you go. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about CBJ too too much. <laughs> uh, he lost his clout after the whole, like, loving hip-hop thing. Hip-hop. Yeah. He's old. Uh, so Nicki Minaj talks about the whole snitching thing. I, I've been talking about the snitching shit. You know, people snitch, bro. We've been watching, you know, people, we've been watching 48 Hours. Well, before. She, she said the same thing that Meek kind of said, which was the whole thing. Because Nicki was saying, basically, the integrity of hip-hop is not the same because rappers are talking about shooting guns and doing drugs, but they don't do half of it. And yeah. Meek was also saying the same thing about the B. Simone thing, where he's like, why are we giving her shit when, like, rappers are doing the same thing and still making so money this, off so it? This man can, so this man can see. Meek is a fucking idiot, too. I like Meek, but he's a fucking idiot, man. Yeah, well, that's what he said. Why is he the voice for the streets? What? <laughs> I don't know, because he was in them. <laughs> wait why do you think he's stupid i don't get it because the thing the fact that he could say that right but can't use that same thinking or thought process for takashi makes no oh i get it well right? nikki so nikki took what he said and used it for takashi yeah, so so Meek so Meek is smart enough to know what to say and what not to say but is dumb enough to know that he could have just said all of it to begin with well then this just proves that Nicki minaj is still watching meek and meek actually knows what's going on yeah meek is i, I like I, I don't know why he's the voice of the streets like he talks a lot and it, a lot of the times he says it's just kind of like he contradicts himself a lot but i mean life is a contradiction but like a lot of things could could not be a contradiction a lot of times okay trade the truth <laughs> got yeah. Um, oh, yeah, off that topic okay. kevin fenner um out yeah. of jail emotional moment yeah she, she did it with the same lawyer that helped kim kardashian, kim kardashian. exactly so, I was um, with kim k when you needed but she wasn't here exactly Her people were there. but that's fine yeah i just think it's funny that not a lot of places covered that only world star hosted that yeah. like yeah, and um and uh and the other website that you sent me as well Oh, I guess they posted it too. But yeah, so he got out this guy from jail. He was supposed to die, actually. He was scheduled yeah. to die for so a small golf ball size of cocaine. Did, that's disproportionately um, uh, amount of, of life sentences for people who do small crimes, which is mm-hmm. crazy in America. But glad that man... Oh, man. Excuse me. I apologize. But I'm glad that man is able to have a second chance. I know what well, we could call this episode. Hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, but I'm glad to see that man get a second chance at life. Yeah. Uh, it's always a beautiful thing. To uh, I know that he probably his, his time spent in prison was probably very terrible, but now he's able to be recon- reconnected with his family. Mm-hmm. His son is probably very appreciative to have his fam- his father back in his arms instead of watching him through a uh, a plasty a plast whatever that thing is called Plax- glass. plexiglass plexiglass or on the phone or you know what I mean yeah. You know, it's great to see the family come back together. Uh, O'Shanna O'Brien, what can you, O'Hara O'Brien, O'Shania, Alexis O'Sharon, or whatever his fucking name is, Reddit guy. Oh, no, you're missing, you're missing one important one that you, I specifically put it for you, Russell Simmons. Oh, Russell, come home. (laughs) (laughs) So he talked about the sexual assault allegations and he said basically like he's seen them. He doesn't believe any of them except for one where this girl said she was sitting in the car and then the car door is locked and she was like, oh shit. And he's like, okay, I could see that one. Like how she felt that way because the car door is automatically locked. But yeah, uh, he didn't say nothing about coming home. All right. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to be very very 
down the middle. Russ Simmons has says that he has been doing, or back in those days, he was doing PCP, horse tranquilizer, that hardship. Mm-hmm. So he said he took about nine lie detector tests. Yeah. He passed them. And they is, those have a 95%, 95% accuracy. accuracy. Nine times, right? If he was on PCP, right? And he did those things. He would not remember. That mm-hmm. drug is so intense that you... Remember how we we're talking about that whole bill of being intoxicated to the point of yeah. out-of-body type of experience and not really knowing your actions? This is if one of that is true... The drugs took control of Russell Simmons to the point where he might have done something really, really bad to these females. And he might, he not to say might, but he believes that he didn't do he it. did not do anything wrong. So if that is the case, I can't necessarily uh you know be at him if he was really out of his fucking mind while doing these drugs and doing and committing some really heinous acts, allegedly. It's one of those type of things. He he kind of shot himself in the foot doing the drugs to a point where he had no control of his actions. And with that, we have ourselves a cash 22. Are you going to victimize a man for, you know, allegedly maybe possibly raping women, but he was out of his mind to where you can't, he can't take full accountability for something he believes he didn't do. Mm-hmm. It's a sticky situation. It's fucked up whatever he allegedly did to these girls. Um, it's also fucked up if he really was on PCP that like, that's, that's also a fucked up drug, man. the case. So it's just a really sticky situation in that case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he didn't say anything about coming home, yeah. but he's just going to stay there. He made statements from Bali. So, like, I don't think he's leaving. And now the whole coronavirus, you know, yeah, he should. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so Michael Siebel, Seibel, I don't know how you say his last name. He filled Alexis Ohanian's seat with the whole mm-hmm. Reddit thing that we were talking about last week yeah. um, and became Reddit's first black board member. Okay, so maybe I got it wrong then. Maybe Alexis, but he said he was stepping down as CEO. Or co-founder, right? Like uh, he's stepping down as a member of the board. So then maybe this is kind of a good thing because then this person can have input on the board. But like if he stepped down as co-founder as well, then he's just stupid for that, in my opinion. But yeah, that's just a quick little follow-up. Yeah, man. I looked at that. I was like, all right, cool. Uh also uh, kind of sad, but Vanessa Bryant says she actually is blocking all those um fan yeah. pages. Which yeah. I've never been in a situation where I lost someone and that person I lost was so, you know, very beloved by like the people. To mm-hmm. a point where I, I would see them all the time on my like explore page, and to I'm not quite sure. You know, people have to deal with how they deal with their grief. Um, their grief their own way. So, you know, yeah. And you know what's fucked is like speaking of you never know when you're gonna see it. Like even in Insecure, actually, the season finale, they showed the mural of Kobe and Gigi. Like as it seems like it's just part of the show, but like obviously it was done on purpose. They showed the mm-hmm. Nipsey Hustle basketball court. Like, yeah. So I don't blame them. Like, it's yeah. obviously really hard to constantly see those videos and pictures and then be like, oh, shit, they're not here. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And Barbara Streisand did something. I'm not quite sure who Barbara Streisand is. I thought Barbara Streisand was the same lady that did the whole fashion police thing. I don't know. But I know there was a song that was popular on hit radio a couple of years ago, like years ago, about Barbara Streisand. Wait, Barbara Streisand did something Barbara great. Streisand. <laughs> so Barbara Streisand did something great for uh, George Floyd's daughter uh, and gave her stocks in Disney. We don't know the amount of stocks that she gave on, gave her, mm-hmm. but uh, you know they said that one stock goes for about one fifteen. Mm-hmm. And you normally make back your money. Yeah. So and you know that's a great thing for that little girl. Uh, it is. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her her dad father would be you know very Proud. gracious. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right, so we're in social issues, and uh, fuck, man, how much time we got? We got 12 minutes. Okay. 12 minutes. All right, so ah, fuck the incel guy. Fuck that. All right, so a series of unfortunate events. It's kind of, like, this is kind of hard. So we see that one man that was shot at, in, um, at a Wendy's. Uh, he, he goes by the name. 
drive through Wendy's drive through. Yeah, shout out, uh, and that was Rashard uh, Brooks. Yeah, uh, unfortunate uh, situation. I didn't even, I, to be honest, I didn't even take it upon myself to watch that hour and some body cam footage. I was like, I don't need to see that in my life. Yeah, uh, you don't need the constant reminder. The man is the man is the man is deceased, and it was due because he was he was drunk. And he didn't want to drive anymore. And he t- he he had. He sounded like he was a very responsible person. Mm-hmm. And the cops could have just all of this shit that happened to his life being taken away from him. It really just sounds like just poor, poor, poor handling from the officers. Of course, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Poor officers. Just... And also just... another another employee just calling the police. That's what uh, yeah. I'm saying. Like, that's what I was going to say is why, you know, what this brings me to is I remember specifically when I was in Baltimore back in 2015, 2016, just after Freddie Gray, the whole Freddie Gray situation had happened. It was Valentine's Day and we were in a PF Chang's. This guy, I think he was in like Nepalese, which is some kind of um, like brown. He's brown. Yeah. Came into the restaurant. He was drunk. He was wearing flip flops in the middle of February when there's snow everywhere. And he was like being really drunk and he was at our table. He kept bothering us. And then he looks at one of the girls and starts flicking his tongue. So obviously the girl freaked out. Like she was very like bothered by that. And we were all just like, what the fuck? So we all got up and we left, but then they kicked him out of the restaurant and he was outside by himself and like, he couldn't walk. And then he was like, he would cry and he, he wasn't speaking English and he would say my son, but he would just cry. And we were like, what the fuck happened to your son? So like some of the guys we were with, were trying to like, figure that out and then one of the chefs from the restaurant came back came out because he was the same background as him so he thought he could understand so i'm standing there and i'm like guys why don't we just call an ambulance or call the police and like they're frisking him for like a wallet or something to see if we can figure out where he lives i'm like guys why don't we just call the police everyone literally looked at me and was like no like everyone i literally that's when i realized i was in america like literally every single person in that group looked at me as if i was a psychopath for even suggesting we call the police and i was like holy fuck and that's what this reminds me of is why are you even doing that like you know what's going to happen so i don't understand why it's just fucked up yeah so now that and that's a that's a new topic of conversation like Talk about defunding the whole police and things like that. But fucking, yo, teach these motherfuckers how to handle situations. Yeah. Put more common sense in the officers that you're hiring. Ain't no, there's no reason for the gun to come out mm-hmm. and to be and for this man to be shot multiple times. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no need. There's no need. I okay, there is they're saying that every he, everything was going through straightforward. I mean, he did you know, be, be somewhat of an aggressor, but that still doesn't need to be, there's no point for that man to die. Yeah. I, honestly, for that time, I could understand putting him in cuffs and bringing him down to lockdown. But That's don't probably, fucking, ki- yeah, don't kill yeah. him. Um, yeah. And then there was another man that was found hanging from a tree. Uh, They ruled it as a suicide, which. It was not likely at all. I, yeah. Uh, how do you hang? A there's tree been outside. a few similar deaths within that area over the last couple of yeah. days. So, you know, clearly there's something going on mm-hmm. uh, that's fucked up. Um, and then the what, another body cam officer shows a, a man choking another man to death. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this is America. Yeah, you know, we don't live in this country, black country, but it's just really it's really like, you know, shaking that the fact that we're seeing, you know, human lives, uh, particularly more black lives are just taken with such uh, carelessness. Yeah. And uh, it's like they're treated like. When this happens to a dog, just mm-hmm. know, and I'm not saying this is a degrading thing, but mm-hmm. like white people lose their shit when it happens mm-hmm. to an animal. But like mm-hmm. when it's another human being, they don't care because of the color yeah. of their skin. It's fucked up. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're see- we're just seeing just like really gruesome things. And I said that uh, the George Floyd uh, murder really you know struck a chord with a lot of people because. The amount, the the amount of the length of time that the officer stayed on that man's neck was something that probably didn't sit well with a lot of people. But mm-hmm. a lot of these situations where it comes comes to find out where we're seeing uh, a black people being murdered, right on video, we're starting to see this, we're starting to see like that is the only type of validation that we have in terms of like our black lives mean something to the other, right? Yeah. And so when it's not on video, it's kind of hard to 
a rationale or even believe the the statement or the headlines or what what's going on around the internet until we see some type of tangible end of evidence a lot of times and that's kind of fucked up that we yeah really grew some videos to, to believe that the person was doing nothing wrong yeah and that's that's really fucked up um and also here's another one that kind of brought social media into a stir uh, her, I don't know how to say her whole name. It was like Udo Tusin. Yeah, I'm not sure how to say her name, but yes, I know exactly what you're talking she, about. That's that's a Nigerian name, but that's a Yoruba name. I'm not too familiar with Yoruba names. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so what had happened, they're saying that on her social media page, she tweeted about leaving her home because she was being assaulted mm-hmm. um, by her family and things of that nature. And she was reported missing from January uh 16th that's about 10 days ago Jan- june 16th you mean oh my june 16th june i was 16th. like what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> june, 16th. Yeah, yeah. june 16th was about no, 10 june days 6th ago. it says june 6th on here oh my Wait, today's the 16th june 6th june 6th all right i want to get this right sorry yeah june 6th, june 6th. Uh, and her body popped up not popped up was found uh over the weekend yeah and She's only 19 only 19 years old and that flooded the internet with tons of videos and pictures of her. Uh, and people were just very, very uh, saddened by her loss or her death because she was take her life was taken by this 47 year old man. Um, and he also took the life of another woman, a 77, uh, 75 year old woman as well. Is this a guy who was related to her that she claims uh, no, actually no, no. abused her? Okay. No, no, no. So they're saying like uh, people, I'm not quite sure how deep the assault on with her family goes because some people were claiming that her brother was assaulting her as well. Mm-hmm. And her parents or her family, it was her, her household was very toxic. Yeah. Um, and some people even saying that I know they knew her personally and they, they can attest that she was being abused. When I read those type of comments, I'm like, why didn't you step in? Well, they're saying don't fun- don't donate to the GoFundMe for her family yeah. either for those reasons. Yeah, so I'm I, I can't necessarily prove or deny, but I can say that this woman's life was taken, mm-hmm. and it turned into this whole conversation on social media with a black woman coming at black men talking about they need to be protected, mm-hmm. right? And this, that, and the third. And I looked at I I don't I, I don't necessarily engage with all of that because I got I'm able to talk about it right here, and I saw mm-hmm. that and I'm like. I'm not quite sure where it started. Not not even where it started. It's like, I'm not quite sure why black women coming at, you know, black guys or black men on yeah. some type of, uh, you know how to hold, you know, the narrative, the fallacy that uh, black on black crime. Say. Yeah. Now it's like, because one person, uh, one black man has taken the life of, uh, black woman necessarily means now the black man doesn't take or doesn't protect the black woman is now that's another fallacy of propaganda that's being promoted. And, um, you know, there's some guys out there, some bitch ass nigga guys out there that mm-hmm. necessarily fall into that, that fall into that propaganda and now start to, you know, you know, stand, put their back up straight and talking about, yo, these guys are, you know, me as an individual, I don't necessarily believe everything I see on the internet. And I don't mm-hmm. necessarily believe just because, uh, one black man might have taken the, the life of uh, a black woman, which is, you know, people kill who they're around oftentimes, but it's not necessarily some type of attack on black women or dark skinned women. Yeah, um, I think, I, well, I'm not a black woman, so I can't fully mm-hmm. attest or relate to it. But I think from what I was seeing and understanding was, I think the conversation was just coming from like, that they're also like black, like, yes, black men are getting killed by police and women as well. But like, I think black women were just trying to get at the fact that like, not only are they black, but they're also women as well, which literally makes them the bottom of the whole power, like structure or whatever you want to call it. And I think a lot of that frustration just comes from like, yeah, like this one girl is speaking out and, and like whatever with like her freedom of speech and stuff on yeah. a situation that happened to her and then she gets killed. I think it's just frustration that came out. Yeah. I mean, I do think like a lot of people are frustrated and there's a lot of emotional draining things, but mm-hmm. I, I would just implore a lot of people, uh, sensible people to, you know, take everything that you see with a grain of salt and still mm-hmm. try to go about your life as righteous as possible. Yeah. And don't necessarily think that black men are, are, are sensibly killing black women and, and i don't want women to think that black men are necessarily mm-hmm. your enemies as well 
That's what I was going to say is like, I don't think that people, when they see these tweets, if it's not specifically directed at you and it's not specifically calling you out, how instead of tweeting something defensive back in your defense, you actually just show love and appreciation for the black woman who is tweeting that she feels this way. I think that would be a better thing to do. Yeah, that's that's true. I I just kind of just see it that I just kind of see it and and I kind of keep it. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you're not the type to do that, but like if you were thinking about tweeting something defensive in response, because you're like, you feel defensive towards it, just tweet something back to support them instead. Exactly. And so there's a lot of in-house fighting I see, but I hope that, you know, uh, this woman gets a nice burial and uh, you know, the man is served justice and I guess, her family is able to, I, do, I really don't know what to say about the family. If it's yeah. It's, yeah. It's bad, but we're seeing a lot of negativity that's going on in the world. And uh, it's just, it's, it's really bad state right now, emotionally draining state. And everyone feels like they're at, at war or at, they're being attacked and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just take this time to, you know, I really don't know what to say. Not much. I can't say, but Hey, uh, let's heal together. Yeah. Take your breaks when you need them from social mm-hmm. media. Exactly. And uh, I know this is kind of a bad note to leave it on, but uh, this is it. Anything else you would like to share, Nina? Um, no, not really. Uh, I don't have anything going on other than <laughs> the podcast, the hashtag, and All that's right. it. But what All about right. you? No, no, this is it. This is lit. This is it. Yeah. I like to. Yeah. So the watermelon is finished. The podcast is finished as well. At this moment, <laughs> not, not, not internally, but, uh, all right. So, uh, if you were listening to this podcast, you enjoy what you hear, uh, make sure you check out some of our other podcasts. We have some other clips on our uh, YouTube page that you want to check out, share with your friends as well, or, you know, dive back more into our library and catch up on other things that you haven't heard about. Uh, and also we'll be back again next week. And, uh, this has been another episode of the educating the reckless podcast with your host, Apollo P and no better Nina. Deuces. Bye.